You're tuned in for your dosage of positivity and motivation. I go by the name Lady T, and I want to welcome you all to Sip of Tea, episode 23. It's been quite some time since you guys heard from me because I had to put the show on pause. I felt it was really necessary just to, you know, press halt on recording new episodes based on the climate that we were in and um, not even climate that we were in, the climate that we are currently and still in. Instead of recording new episodes, I decided to direct my time to learning, sharing, and uplifting my brothers and sisters on social media and also just by having real-life conversations. Which also reminds me, if you guys haven't done so yet, please do follow us on Instagram at Sip of Tea Podcast, and I'm going to thank you guys really quickly in advance. Now, I don't mean to sound like Jada, but I have been reflecting and thinking, and I really have felt as though... I needed to bring myself to record this episode because there is a lot of healing that needs to happen. So sit back, relax, enjoy the intro track, and I'll be right back to dive into this tea. Everybody put three fingers in the air. The sky's falling, the wind is calling, stand for something or die in the morning. Section 80, high power. Visions of Martin Luther staring at me Malcolm X put a hex on my future, someone catch me I'm falling victim to a revolutionary song The Serengeti's clone Back to put you backstabbers back on your spinal bone You slit your diss when I slit you my diss You wanted to diss but jumped on my Grown Men never should bite their tongue unless you eat That smell like it's a stale plum I got my finger on the mother Aiming it at a pig, Charlotte's web is gonna miss you My issue isn't televising, you ain't gotta tell the wise How to stay on beat because our life's an instrumental This is physical and mental, I won't sugarcoat it You'll die from diabetes if these other n- wrote it And everything on TV just a figment of imagination I don't want a plastic nation, dread that like a Haitian Why you motherfuckers waiting? I be off the slave ship, building pyramids Writing my own hieroglyphs just call it high power. Yeah, nothing less than high power. Five star dishes, food for thought. I mean, it, it is Huey Newton going stupid. You can't resist his high power. Throw your hands up for high power. Visions of Martin Luther staring at me. Before I begin, I would like to come out and let you guys know that I am not necessarily an expert of any kind in the field of anti black racism. But I am a Black woman and my lived experiences is what makes me expert enough. It's September 2nd and we are going on six months since Breonna Taylor, four months since George Floyd and Regis Korchinski Paquette, which actually took place here in Canada, and five months since DeAndre Campbell, another Canadian victim of police brutality. And trust me when I say it has been many more days since others that we've heard nothing about. And what's crazy, what's actually funny is that many people are now just starting to look around at these racial injustices as though it's their first time to exist. When the truth is, 
that these injustices have been happening ever since our ancestors got onto those slave ships. And even with all of this attention that has been placed, the public is watching, there's public scrutiny going on, even with all these eyes turned to the matters at hand, they're still continuing to happen. People, listen to me when I say that this is not an American issue, that this is a world issue. Think about it. All of these economies were built with the literally the blood, sweat, and tears of our ancestors. Just so that these economies could then put a system in place. A system with the only goal of stopping us in our tracks with every step up that we try to take. The system was never for us, and my heart really has been heavy for my people. Which is why I had to come here, I had to debrief, I had to talk to you guys. It has been a really difficult year, think about it. From our Black Mamba, then with passion we headed to the streets, you know, protesting for justice, you know, wanting more peace. And now we're questioning why life had to take away our Black Panther. All of this has really been pretty hard to digest because personally, I don't know about you, but for me, I just felt a little bit uneasy and like I wasn't really able to rest. So I've been taking my time to wrap my head around everything. I've been taking my time to deconstruct the movement and what it means to me and why it's so important that we as a people must continue to push forward and attain all it is that we can be. So I hope by now you've taken some time to hold yourself accountable by doing the back homework and doing the history and starting to learn and unlearn some of the things in the system that is currently at place. The reason why I say that is because this episode is not necessarily for me to come on here and give you guys a history lesson. It's not here for me to rant or point any fingers. I'm personally going to do all of that self off of the air when I'm by myself. What I really wanted to do today was to talk to you guys about the greater scope and the wider picture. I put the show on pause because I knew within myself that I personally had a lot of learning to do. And honestly, I'm still learning because this journey is not for the swift, but it's for those that can endure. And when you put it into perspective, we've been technically battling since the 1600s. And even after any advancement has been made, like in regards to this system reform, we're still going to have a lot of work to do. Think about it. What sense is it to reform the system without first wanting to reform ourselves? If the system is broken down, sorry, when the system is broken down, if you still choose to operate by it, what sense would it have made to break the system down in the first place? if all you're gonna end up doing is passing down hate to the next generation. Yes, the system is the root cause of what we're experiencing, but we will only really see real progress when we acknowledge and collectively heal. Yes, I said that, heal. There is so much healing that needs to happen on various levels for both the oppressor and the oppressed. 
We need to learn history and accept the raw truths that it presents. We need to understand the motives behind our actions and think if we're actually operating on a premise of fear. Yes, us Black people too. I know that right now microaggressions are at an all-time high, but I don't want you to allow that to stir up your spirit. I'm pretty sure that our ancestors knew that they would be faced with trials and hardships too, but they kept on fighting. We cannot be bound by the fear. We have to live our lives and continue to live out our truths. Which also then brings me to something else about healing and the need to allow people to openly share their truths. And that means the white people too. We may not like them, we may not forgive their ancestors for what they've done, but the door to understanding opens up so much room for healing. I'm not sure if you guys saw this video, and I'm going to put the link to the video in the description box, but it was pretty much a black man that shadowed the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. As I said, I'm gonna leave the video in the description so you guys can watch it and deconstruct it for yourselves. There's also gonna be a bunch of other resources for your enjoyment and entertainment in there as well. But guys, it is so imperative that we understand our roots as black people to know where we're coming from. You guys know I love that Marcus Garvey quote about a people without history of their origin and culture is like a tree with no roots. I'm always going to ask you and stress the importance of understanding where you've come from in order to know where it is that you're going and growing to. We have to reclaim our time, reclaim our power, and create space for the future generation. Yes, a lot of it is the system, but a lot of it is also the healing that needs to happen within us. It is once we open our eyes and begin to heal that we will actually be able to see how we can reclaim that power and reclaim our time. We need to uplift our young kings and queens. We need to raise them to question the system, to challenge life, to appreciate and love themselves and their blackness so that they will know their power and understand that they are unstoppable in this life. I know that everything that we're dealing with right now has been really hard and difficult, but I beg you not to numb yourself to what's going on. I urge you to find your power and take control and do your part in making the dreams of our ancestors a reality. Remember, we are kings and queens. We need to know our places and know where we fit in. And I challenge you as well to not see this movement as only a platform or a voice for combating police brutality against Black lives, because I personally believe that it is so much more. For me to exclaim Black Lives Matter is to know that we as a people are valuable, our history, our livelihood, and our future depends on our stronger calling deep within us. Though we may face many defeats, may we never be defeated. And remember, the power of the Black Panther lives within you. 
Be the change you want to see. Be the piece of the puzzle that our ancestors envisioned. One day we will return back to Africa. One day we will be unified as a nation, as one people. One day we will return home to the land that was stolen from us. One day we will return home to the peace that we know. I'm going to leave you guys with the African pledge. And it simply says, We are an African people. We will remember the humanity, glory, and suffering of our ancestors. We will honor the struggles of our elders. We will strive to bring new values and new life to our people. We will have peace and harmony among us. We will be loving, sharing, and creative. We will work, study, and listen so we may learn, learn, so we may teach. We will cultivate self-reliance. We will struggle to resurrect and unify our homeland. We will raise many children for our nation. We will have discipline, patience, devotion, and courage. We will live as models to provide new directions for our people. We will be free and self-determining. We are an African people and we will win and we will win and we will win. Now that's all the tea for today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to follow and subscribe to Sip of Tea on whatever platform you're listening on. For daily motivation and positivity, follow us on Instagram at Sip of Tea Podcast. And to get the tea when it's hot, just click the link in the description box to join our mailing list. This was your girl, Lady T, and I'm tuning out until the next sip of tea. And we gotta teach the kids. What you wear doesn't matter. What you feed the brain is worth more. I think there is a fundamental misstatement of the issue in the question. We can no longer continue to make policy for ourselves, in our country, in our region, in our continent, on the basis of whatever support the Western world or France or the European Union can give us. It will not work. It has not worked and it will not work. Our responsibility is to charter a path which is about how we can develop our nations ourselves. Yeah, it is not right.